Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens, Episode 3, The Mission. Your hosts, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers and experts that evangelize them. That's enough? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 it's still, still going. going. <laughs> Not so. Oh, there we go. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Probing Ancient Aliens episode three. I'm Joey. I'm Steve. And uh, we watched The Mission, episode Ooh, three. <laughs> missionary style. Yeah. Because <laughs> they do talk a lot about fucking. They do. In genetic modification. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a hybridized mission came from. Yeah. And they're, uh, some of these experts get real excited when they talk about. <laughs> Aliens wanting to have sex with them. With yeah. <laughs> Which or maybe someday they could go out and finally fuck someone else. Right. Like and again, it kind of reeks of that like, oh, what if we're the special ones that were chosen to get fucked? <laughs> or our parents were fucked right. and that's why we're here. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were the good ones. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing, like that's what's been the most interesting about doing this podcast is that seeing just how when you're when I was just watching these episodes back in the day, just absorbing it, thinking of how cool it was, how cool it would be. I was just I get lost and wrapped up in the emotion of it and their excitement of it and all that stuff, but you realize how within every episode they really contradict themselves quite a bit. Yeah, because so. they they want it too much right. sometimes. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of just emotional speculation. Uh, I think her name's Linda Howe. It's her first appearance, like her first ish appearance. She appeared in like a little montage or something before, but she's the uh, I think I wrote down the plastic surgery queen. She has mm. like the face like pulled back. And oh all that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. She's Curly talking. Hair. She's talking a lot about being worried and being stressed and right. What if they're coming back? And what if we're not good enough? And what if you know all that kind what of shit? What if I'm the one who's going to get fucked? Right. I can't get pregnant anymore. I can't yeah. care. I can't be the chosen yeah. one anymore. It could have problems. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be way worse. <laughs> I could have problems. Yeah. A child. Have, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we start off. So this episode is all about what could the ancient aliens mission be? So why right. we know that, you know, that, well, we know. <laughs> well, we totally <laughs> We are know. talking about how, you know, these ancient astronauts might have visited Earth for millions of years now, giving humans technology or inspiration for things or the gift of gab or again taking us as we'll learn in this episode from being primitive uh homo erectus boy <laughs> there it is uh <laughs> make me do the foley work yeah. now uh, <laughs> um, sorry <laughs> uh yeah hybridizing us our, our primitive cells sticking some of their cells in there yeah, and making us smart slave labor they could talk to, which... Yeah, and at what point do they harvest us for this? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. and, we and, want you to get just smart enough. Right. And like, and that is, like, I, re- I wrote down this note multiple times that if that's the case, if this hybridization plan is the case, especially if it was just for slave labor, that's playing a long game. That's yeah. a real long game. Yeah. So then you really have to speculate that these aliens have the power over time travel too because otherwise why the fuck would they wait around sometimes for millions of years for people and and some of the reasons that's not me that some of the researchers are like george nori he's like you know been 10 million years we'll be smart enough to talk to and aren't we pretty smart now and you might have missed that part but it's like it's like so you're saying that they're gonna seed us and then 10 million years later we'll be ready to go for them and it's like they have technology that can bring them across the the galaxy 
but they haven't figured out how to make a slave, right. like robots. Right. Like, <laughs> and, I, and we're jumping ahead again, no, but yeah, yeah. I wrote that exact note. I was like, so you guys are telling me, and you're marveling at the potential incredible machinery and, and stuff they must have brought to get across the galaxy. Yeah. Trillions of miles or whatever it is across the galaxy. And the, and the story of the Sumerians, they because the Sumerians said, you know, and then they came to Earth and they're like, we don't want to mine all this shit. Let's build yeah. a genetic slave race. <laughs> it's like all their what fucking are they mining. I feel like they're mining gold. No, I know. That's what I was going to say right. too, though. It's like, I feel like scientists have been like, this planet's made of diamonds right. and that fucking right. uh, asteroid over there is right. pure gold and rubies. Like, right. isn't this not a precious metal probably across the universe? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we right. got a dog sniffing uh, Goldie here. Right. And, uh, and it's like, and, and even, even if it was, no matter what they were mining for, again, Part, one part of the episode, Von Danik, Eric Von Daniken's like, they have robots, and it crawls around and mines for things. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but then later you're like, they have to create a whole slave race of bioengineered things right, to right, do right. it. I'm like, so anyway, let's uh, let's yeah, go back in order here. So we start off with the Apollo 11 mission, the moon landing. Uh, and it's really just going into like, oh, how amazing it is that we, this was our first time. We've done it. Yeah. We, we, we visited another world. You know? I feel like they've been trying to suck you in with this like real space travel mm-hmm. where they had a, what's his face? Uh, uh, Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, Aldrin yeah. on the last one. And yeah. he, what he said was fine, but meant nothing to the show. Right. <laughs> it was just a little celebrity yeah. drop yeah. in yeah. there to give it some weird and they, credibility. Yeah, they cut it to a weird way that sounded like he was talking about Super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, the, <laughs> so the the narrator, who I love the narrator, I can't remember his name, but he's 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 the narrator through the whole series. But he he asks, but why to explore, plunder, study, hunt, swashbuckle, or to breed? <laughs> and he says like to breed with a kind of weird, creepy yeah. emphasis like he's on really it. into it. Yeah, <laughs> like ooh, this will suck that yeah, audience. Let in. me get that breed pun intended. Out of, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, so anyway, they start to then postulate. Why? Like, answers to why. So, I guess we found out that the moon, our moon, la luna, as the Spaniards call it, um, has a lot of helium-3 element in its rocks. And helium-3 is known to be, like, according to the show, an extremely powerful, non-pollutive energy source. Um, And so, maybe this made the Earth and its moon super desirable for alien crafts flying around there um it's i guess it's really an efficient energy it's clean i don't know i'm like okay like that's great but and they're, so and they're like you know there's craters there that we can't explain and but i'm like i think we kind of have already and, mm-hmm. and later the very end of the episode we kind of end on david hatcher Childress saying the moon is some kind of space base for aliens and it's <laughs> hollow and one of the uh, apollo um like tech drone things crashed and they said it uh rang like a bell when it hit like that the moon <laughs> rang like a bell and i was like we also vibrating communally yeah, and, like, and going out yeah you're <laughs> saying that a fucking space pod hit the moon and you guys yeah. heard a big like bang yeah i feel like that thing's getting like, hit by like what shit all the time like, right wouldn't we hear a ring for something happening? for something that small Barely bigger than a handful of people to hit a giant planet, yeah, and hear it somehow echo metallically or something like a bell. You know how fucking thin the crust of that planet would have to be, yeah. Like 
insane. It, the bell ring was probably this metal eating shit. <laughs> right. It's like not right. the moon. Right. The big clunks of metal right. flying all over the place. And as the old saying goes, in space, no one can hear a bell ring. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know. Or the, or the only bell you can hear is a planet. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or when an angel gets its wings. But I don't think that works on the moon. I think that works for Santa. Yeah. And that's it. Good old Saint Nick yeah. hanging up top. Yep. Also thought to be an alien. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that fucking episode yeah, ten, ten, ten seasons in. But yeah. yeah. Um, the gifts they give are actually life itself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the seed or some so kind of genetic arc <laughs> that carried two yeah. by two of all the hot chicks in the world. <laughs> Who were into older men or gray hair and right. mustaches. <laughs> it's like they knew what we really wanted <laughs> in our deepest desires. <laughs> this is why we could body modify their tits and ass. <laughs> Now, St. Nick, his wife, was the mother of all beings. (laughs) She knitted clothes for everyone, and these little elves and dwarves were actually their alien slaves. They were their slave reigns. (laughs) (laughs) They could take the... Some some of the head enlargening genes from the the gray skulls, inject it into the baby's breast, (laughs) and they would have F... J M cups. I mean, top bra manufacturers <laughs> blowing, <laughs> blowing up from manufacturing too, blowing many themselves yeah. in their own labs. Yeah. No uh, and speaking of that, we're doing a little reference to a, a later down. Childress yeah. drop where he goes real crazy about scientists yeah. killing themselves because they hold information or, or something. Murdered. Yeah. Murdered. Or murdered. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we get another classic one in here. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. But uh, so then we get. Bill Burns in here, and he's kind of the Jim Leahy type. And he says, if we would go exploring, if we would go get that Helium-3, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't the aliens? And you're like, okay, like, yeah, we all need fuel, and I suppose aliens would too. But there's a lot of this going on in this episode of being in the mindset of aliens. And I'm like, how the fuck can you know? Sure, I I guess there are basics. Like, you need fuel or some sort of stuff, but maybe they don't. Maybe they fucking, I don't know. They the past. Right, life forms we can't even perceive. I don't know. know? And would they need to travel? Like, again, is this substance so rare that Mm -hmm. they need to travel so far? I'm going to burn all my helium-3 to go get more helium-3. Right. To then travel to another place to right. maybe get more healing. This is there's a lot of cafeteria izing of like yeah. theories here, and it's like, well, they could all be like if science starts uh, proving this one a little bit in later years, I'll just go stick to that one or whatever. Um, it is kind of interesting too, though. Childress in these early seasons or these early episodes talks about himself as if he's really not an ancient astronaut theorist. So he kind of says like, now the ancient astronaut theorists will say, and he, right, and he right, didn't right. say us ancient astronauts or just ancient astronauts. Yeah, or we theory. believe as right. whatever. And I think I, I talked about in the pilot a little bit where like uh, people have theorized that he, or people have heard him or quoted him like years and years ago before the show was around that the ancient astronaut guys were like mm. wrong or like it totally was like bullshit or whatever. Yeah, but then yeah, he, yeah. he kind of just jumped onto the opportunity, but I don't know. I don't. I yeah. still like to hang out with him. Yeah, <laughs> talk to him at I some point. But kind of yeah. drinks he would like to partake right. in. <laughs> yeah, like if he has any pictures or drawings of those huge titted, yeah, <laughs> uh, hybrid Future women that women. Yeah. we made up for him and yeah. on this show <laughs> that he loves so much and endearingly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we we're mind melded. We get yeah. it. So um, anyway, then we go to modern day Iraq, not Iran. Iran so far away. Iran. Right. Iraq. Iraq. Um, and this is this, you know, Iraq is 
is where the ancient Sumerians were. We touched upon this in the episode before. A lot of this episode's about the Anunnaki, um, which were their gods. They came, they were these star beings that came down, some with wing looking things, some in craft or whatever they said. And they were saying that they gave them a lot of shit that we would always credit the Romans with or whatever. And it's so like sewage and street grids and cityscapes and writing and all that stuff. And so their cuneiform script is like the oldest written language in the world, mm-hmm. written into clay tablets from 12,000 years ago, I think. Um, but uh, then this whole thing becomes about gold. Like the rest of yeah. this whole segment becomes about how they must have been mining for gold because some of the ancient text that was like translated, this is where they get this theory that the, the AATs, the ancient astronaut theorists, they really stick to what the Sumerians must have known about their own gods. Which, I love gold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no guts, no glory, yeah, as they yeah. say. The glory hole. Right. And uh, they're looking for the galactic glory hole, <laughs> hoping they find that. Um, but they really believe these old texts that, where the old people, the old Sumerians are just like, yeah, you know, they came down and they, in their ships and their advanced stuff and, but they were like, how do we get this gold out of the ground, yeah. even though we're super advanced? Or if yeah. they believe they had fucking magic, yeah. they were like, we got we to gotta make slaves, a slave race. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. that doesn't seem monetarily like efficient. That doesn't seem right. time efficient. Uh, Again, and why, like, I understand gold is a precious metal, mm-hmm. but we as a society of not just from a, like a monetary standpoint, but general use case don't genital use case. genital use yeah, case like i don't piercings make gold and stuff and yeah. rings yeah yeah it's purely fashion like we right. like if you had gold wires for your audio back in the day it was like right. oh this is the best because right. it's the purest and it those sound can right. travel both things like hdmi and all the digital right you literally it's like you, it makes no sense to use anything like that right like it, it can't use it and getting beefed up cables really isn't that much better right. like when it's all digital yeah you exactly. move away from that. So right. I feel like a, a society this advanced right. would be beyond the need of like this specific exactly. type of metal because it's so right. pure. Like exactly. they could just do whatever they want. Or you, you think at that point they could start like doing some Star Trek shit and just synthesizing things out of combinating yeah, yeah. like recombinating atoms and yeah. stuff to do stuff. And, like, and again, if this is all our yeah. own speculation. No, of course. Yeah. But it's like so then why would you need to hybridize anything? Can't you just make Something. Again, yeah. it's very us centric. Like right, right, right. Uh, that we're somehow super important to these other. And aliens. how do we? We can't fuck shark. I mean, we can fuck a shark. <laughs> you can't. Or dolphin. That is or dangerous business, my <laughs> friend. But the biggest Watch thrill of your life if you walk away with less than that. Peter reach around. Off. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun. Um, when she watched for the blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> The finisher. Right. Uh, anyways, never kiss him on the lips, huh? Yep. Um, but it's like we can't just go fuck or put our genes into random animals. So like, how can right. they like some alien? Right. If, if they didn't start us, right? How can they just instantly breed? Well, us? but then that's one of the theories too, and they that, modify the genes, and that the Egyptians somehow had the power and then lost the power. That's that's part of the annoying thing in this episode too. Is like. All this shit happens, and then there's just, like, a few thousand-year gap where nobody fucking knows about it anymore. And it's right. like... It just disappears. The whole world would have been talking... The whole world, at least surrounding Egypt, would have been talking about how there are these fucking dog people and bird people and what and monsters and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they wouldn't... They all have their own religions and myths, too, but they would have totally been taught... Like, all the... Everyone traded with Egypt and stuff back then. Like, they would have been some sort of other cultures yeah. talking about the great crocodile man yeah, like, of Egypt or fuck, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. I fucked the shark woman of yeah. Egypt, 
and didn't have to watch her out, out for the finisher because she had a mind that said I shouldn't bite his dick off. Yeah. I want him to keep fucking. I me. I just finished. Right. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't ask to come. Right. She said it's not part of my culture that I need to do that. Right. And I was like, well, you're welcome. Right. You're great. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Marry me. She said yeah. that's also not part of my right. culture. Get the fuck out of right. here. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Then we get so this guy Michael Denon. I don't know if it's his first appearance, but he's on the show forever after this. This guy's a local down at UCI, University of California yeah, at Irvine. Bring a lot of UCI hits on this. He's a physicist, so he's always he's, he's always kind of on the show talking like this. He's kind of a reedy voice and stuff, but he's he's a rational guy and whatever. I'm not going to do a fucking yeah. thing any longer, <laughs> but because uh, it's annoying. But he then goes into what you know you were just talking about, Steve. Like that gold is this fucking amazing conductor. You can make it insanely small and it still works in a nanoparticles. Blah blah blah. Uh, and he says that it would be valuable to any life form that's interested in technology like us. Key, key being like us. Right. They're right. not doing as much. I mean, again, we can't fucking imagine, I guess, like the machines they would have and stuff. But I'm guessing other than something we use now, which is like using gold for heat shielding and stuff like that. But even mm. then, you can make alloy. Like we're, we're making, it's like, yeah. We're making alloys now that are fucking stronger than any, any natural metal. So right, it's right, like... Right. You know, I'm, I'm assuming, again, especially if they are literally millions of years more advanced than us, as they're speculating here, they probably don't just need the base elements so much they have to travel across the fucking galaxy for right, it. Right, you know? right, right. And we're speculating, I guess, too, but we're I guess we're just playing the ant, the opposite devil's advocate here for right, it. Right, but, right, But uh, anyway, um, this is where you get the big David Hatcher Childress, I call it a... Logic flaw alert. <laughs> this is a big one. Meh, meh. This is a classic line that Steve know very, I know very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> warning, warning. Uh, where he says, quote, gold is indestructible. It's the only metal that really lasts. All the gold from ancient civilizations is still around today. <laughs> I'm like, and I, I, my note literally you can't was. destroy matter. My note literally was. <laughs> The flaws in this statement are myriad and self-explanatory, but <laughs> but we're gonna talk. I just I just yeah, wrote that yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't write the notes. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. a little uh, had a little hatcher. Yeah, a little Bob. I don't know there. hatcher. Harry <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Um, Sorry, let me just play over that while Joey gets back in there. <laughs> Come on, vamp for me, man. <laughs> oh, there we go. Mike is back. Um, anyway, uh, there's a lot wrong with this sentence all metals <laughs> gold is one of the easiest metals to melt or fucking bend with your fingers yeah too. it's, super it's one of the softest metals it's yeah. why in the statement before from michael denon the physicist that you can make nanofibers because it's so soft and pliable yeah. and won't snap when it's that small right. and stuff like i guess that in too. that way it's like non or indestructible whatever because you, you can get it so thin it will not right. break right I, like, I guess i guess in that way like <laughs> It's strong but, enough to right, but it's be this, with. the statement that all the gold from the ancient civilizations is around today. He's reasoning that it's because it's indestructible, no, like I, it's a diamond or some shit. But it's like, no, it's because gold was fucking valuable to everyone on Earth because it's a rare metal, and they're not going to throw gold away. <laughs> like, yeah. who throws their gold rings in the trash? You right. save them, you bury and them with yourself. Even whatever. if you do, it it would still be around. Like, mm-hmm. if, even if you did that with silver, bronze, right. whatever, it's like. I don't think it really rots away. Yeah, That's why right. it was in the earth. Unless it rusts or something like that. You know, it's like. But yeah, it has like, to be a metal. I don't right. know. Right. <laughs> He's like trying to say like it, there's no yeah. damage to it over the years. I'm He's, like, no, it's all fucked up. You see these old 
bracelets and stuff and it's scratched up and bent up right, and whatever get shit cleaned right. and fixed and but you but even even with that it's usually like was in a coffin for 2000 years in right. Egypt or something or so in of the course it's of the ocean for right. a goddamn blar- you know a little pirate boy a little blarney boy was down yeah. there <laughs> swabbing the poo his own little poop deck yeah and he and used he a, got kicked right off right <laughs> kicking off kicked off mean came yeah yeah came over the side of the we gotta we gotta keep our cum quotient high for these podcasts so everybody wants yeah um anyway so then uh, then we get a little montage a little minor mini montage of von daniken and nori and this is again george nori who is the host of uh coast to coast am i think the the kind of paranormal show and then eric von daniken who wrote chariots of the gods and kind of kicked off the whole ancient astronaut theory movement in the 60s or 70s and (laughs) He, they're they're just reiterating. Oh, you know, they come here with their incredible equipment to get yeah. raw material. Like, and he says raw, like you know, it's raw. And I know it's a cheap shot to make fun, but it's like, <laughs> but this guy, like his Fuck accent, his accent is so intense, and he always looks like he's sweating profusely just to yeah. speak English. Like he shouldn't be wearing that suit and it, <laughs> right. that tight shirt. Yes, and the just for men black hair color because in later yeah. seasons, gray hair as he and he looks fine. He's a good looking dude. Yeah, you know, I'd I'd pork, I'd pork the fatty, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I'd lick his, uh, you know, wrinkles clean. That little taint, you know, yeah. down there. Uh, <laughs> those are some sexy yeah. eyes you just gave me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you flicked your mouth yeah. up. <laughs> gave me a little wink. Um, but anyway, then we got a George Norrie logic flaw here. And he says, you know, there's lots of gold here, but we're not going to dig it out. We need workers. And so it's like, again, we kind of talked about this, but if they have such incredible tech, and they're on a fucking mining mission, let alone their incredible technology, how do they not have mining equipment if that was the sole purpose for coming here? Right. Why is their plan... Unless their plan was also, oh, we go to places and create slave races to just be people in other worlds, I guess. That's my uh, rap slang is, I go to places to create slave races. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really really go over well on Twitter very much. A lot of people on there are kind of... You know, they're a little yeah, uh, yeah. snowflake I guess yeah. you want to say. But, yeah. Well, they don't uh, like that I'm yeah, yeah. saying these things. <laughs> they don't like that you're white. They don't like you're male. No. They don't like that you're cisgendered either. Yeah, same. Know? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I tuck it between my legs. I go right. work the docks, okay? Yeah. The, the only valid... going to pay themselves. The only valid people are the ones that choose their gender. They're the only ones like, allowed to have their opinion and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, if you're in a blown guy, it's because you want to. Right. <laughs> you chose that. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the old, the old crisscross saw is like, blow a guy, Chris, I'm about to (laughs) blow a guy, Chris. That's what I was choosing to do. Yeah. Not born. (laughs) No. Nope. (laughs) I wear my pockets inside out because I got a case of gout. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. So anyway, then we go into the whole, we already touched on this kind of the whole hybridization breeding thing. And I mean, it's still interesting because like the one, one, probably the most interesting part of the whole episode is that the Sumerians, the first man and woman they bred, I don't know what the woman's name was. They, they left that out conveniently, too. But, you know, uh, the, in, the, in, the, in the Judeo-Christian Bible, obviously, it's Adam is the first man. And their first man was called Adamu, like A-D-A-M-U. Oh, so, and I'm like, okay, uh, that's interesting, yeah. you know. Um, and then Nori goes into, like, and a couple of people are about how the the flood myth, you know, the flood, like, our apocalypse in most... There's a lot of religious texts across that yeah. aren't just Judeo-Christian that talk about a flood that wiped right. out everyone. It was, the world was reborn and sin was you know cleansed yeah, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And uh, but sin is back, baby. Even, <laughs> uh, and then even the game series Assassin's Creed, the entire storyline is based off of this, loosely based off of this precursor race to humans thing, where humans in that series were created by 
a precursor race of kind of, and they're all named like Roman God names, like Minerva and stuff and Jupiter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, um, uh, and the, all the, the, the bad dudes in the game are always looking for the pieces of technology, uh, that could control people's minds. Cause if they created us as a slave race, they could control they our have, genes yeah. and all that stuff too. So this has like gotten out beyond ancient astronaut theory, you know, yeah, so great movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed or ancient astronaut theory? It, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I saw it on a plane. It was terrible. Yeah, well, I didn't get what was going on. I fall yeah, asleep multiple right. times trying to watch it. I fall asleep multiple yeah. times. Um, Me so sleepy. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the segment, the first segment ends with going to Africa. The Zulu uh, tribe believes that E.T. is like mined for gold as well. And there's apparently like, uh, oh, yeah, I, I wrote a big note. Childress Assumption alert oh, here. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and he literally says... If humans weren't mining for gold in Africa 100,000 years ago, then we have to assume it was extraterrestrials. And he gets a little, like, <laughs> quiet like, and oh, unsure shit. at the end of those Ready things, you know? That? But, yeah. yeah, it's like – but, I mean, it's like, why Why do we have to assume that? Why is it 100,000 years? Right. And then the next segment starts – I'll skip ahead a little but The next segment literally starts with that guy Michael Denon, the physicist, saying – Gold's actually really easy to mine for. It's rare. It's hard to find. But yeah. once you get there, you can, like, it's just wash, like, with water. Level, like yeah. So ancient people could totally have mined for gold in deep mines. As long as you could right. dig, they could mine. And, again, like we've said a billion times, what the fuck else did they have time like, – did they have to do? Yeah. Especially if you had some ruling class basically having slave labor or low-cost labor just right. doing all this work for right. them or will kill you, you know? Yeah. And then, then they had that song, can you dig it? I can dig it. <laughs> That's can it. you dig it? <laughs> um, but right. yeah, so anyway, we start the, the segment two starts off back in Peru and the Incans, and that's you know known as the land of gold of the Spaniards. Mm-hmm. Um, Caliente. Um, but uh, anyway, he, there's a lot of uses for gold. He goes into them. He says gold could have even been used for ancient batteries, which he says there's some evidence he thinks for them in, in like carvings and shit like that. But yeah. I'm like... Okay, okay and this, but this looking but, for battery right. in the photos. But hey, this is this is the physicist guy from UCI. Yeah. He's not really, and he literally says a lot like, "Oh, ancient astronauts, they'll think this, but I actually think this." So it's at least there's some balance on the show at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he talks about how in the in in Peru there are fifty thousand year old like mining operations that, were, that yeah. have gone on. Um, they also mined for quartz, hematite, and red okra. So. Um, not red Oprah. Yeah. That's not an Indian African American Oprah yeah. hybrid, but, uh, red okra is a, an ore, a, a, a mineral, uh, vegetable that you like can fried fry red okra. Or... Ooh. Yeah. Baby. It's spicy. <laughs> you got yourselves a barbecue going. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they go and I thought they were going to go somewhere with this, but they don't. <laughs> they just talk about, <laughs> and they mine for other stuff too. And that's yeah. great. They kept digging these rocks and finding right. other shit. I'm like, okay, like. Okay. Um, is quartz really valuable even? I feel like that's really – I feel like I, mean, I found that myself. Quartz – and he just, even says quartz is very prevalent. It's it's a – but it also can store a lot of data and stuff, I guess, oh, too. Christ. As we get – because later we get to the crystal skulls, which are yeah. made mostly out of quartz. And quartz can hold, according to Childress, millions and millions of gigabytes of data. Yeah. Okay. Terabyte. Right. Exactly. Oh, you mean like this little flash drive? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, keeping in mind this was 2010 when this episode came yeah. out. Because there are a couple things that have been disproven since. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is our first appearance really like in, de- in depth of the Nazca lines. So those are in Peru. They're these huge 
uh, petroglyphs that are carved into the, the ground. It's like big birds and lizards and scorpions and stuff. And, of course, it goes into the theory of, like, well, A, are there mines under this thing? And I'm like, can't you couldn't – why are you speculating are there mines? Haven't you guys fucking scanned the ground under there? Haven't you done a seismograph and seen right. there were mines? They don't go into if they're uh, – like, the mines that are there. They just say, be. oh, there could be. And also, everything that's written on the ground in the series pretty much is assumed – which I, I totally get the logic to it, but it's assumed that they're meant to be seen from the sky. And if you can't fly 3,000 years ago, that is interesting. They make something huge. But they also made massive pyramids yeah. that weren't you didn't need to see from the sky. Yeah, they were a lot of things to, were for the gods. Right. So let's make this thing yes. where God who's above. They were testaments down. to their, 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 yeah. their, their deities and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know that there weren't satellites, but I feel like. The aliens could do some sort of mapping or GPS where they didn't need to visually right. see where they were going. That's, like, that's a good hey, I'm point. I'm just going to whip around this right. planet and let me just look down. Oh, yeah. Here oh, we go. Oh, there's the big bird yeah. next right. to the scorpion's tail. Yeah. <laughs> we know what all those things are. Yeah. Let's go. Put her down right there, Gliptor. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. had lots of probing to do. <laughs> yeah. Let's load up on some wings later, though. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of digging out there. Oh, yeah. This golden quartz looks amazing. Yeah. Those Peruvian assholes, at least they don't smell as bad as the Aztec ones, you know? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I meant their actual buttholes, not yeah. those men, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, those tapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that is a good point. It's like, why Why would they need, With again, is their equipment advanced or is it not? Yeah, yeah. Because you're assuming there are times when, because we don't need giant... <laughs> Giant petroglyphs to know where we are. We could have our iPhone or something like that. Like yeah, telling I mean, us even you're modern in Peru day on this spot. Pi- yeah, like right. pilots can just, <laughs> right. for the most part, get around the world. Right. <laughs> Again, we have satellites and all these things, but I still feel like right. they could have, if they really needed to, probably brought satellites and right. just like flung them around the planet right. real quick. Or I if they know. knew that there was gold in them, our hills, yeah. they would probably have scanned the entire planet, which a lot of the AAT yeah. guys say in this episode, they. They study the whole planet, and it's like, then they pick okay, go. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, okay, so you're talking about a navigation system, yeah. which then goes back to the thing, the pilot, where yeah. they're like, why do they need these airports? Why do they, you know, do they have to have a flattened mm-hmm. mountain to land yeah. on all the yeah. time? Like, whatever. Um, but anyway, um, I lost my place. Oh, all of this stuff is super speculative, like this whole episode is. Um, and then we come to Steve's favorite part. The Band of Holes, which is also in the Nazca area here. Where Daddy likes. Um, and it's basically this, this like, many miles long, very, like, wide, I don't know, a few dozens of feet this wide or something. gaping right? hole. <laughs> and it looks like a, like a studded, a giant studded bracelet was rolled onto the earth in a line. So there's, like, a, it's like a road and has all of these little conical indentations that are in rows and even and whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they go into... You know how, oh, this could have only been done by intelligent beings. Uh, Von Daniken says that these are robot tracks because you don't have to come out of the ship to yeah. check the land <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And, and so, uh, but then Geology Jesus, Robert Schock, comes out. Boom. And he says, uh, he, he's got his little smile on his face. <laughs> and he says, I'm about to say something. There's dude. lots of theories for what it could have been, but sometimes this actually occurs normally in nature. <laughs> Um, and my friend Michael Denon, who I don't actually know, but I'm going to say that <laughs> so Joey doesn't have to change voices, he says um, that 
you know, patterns on a on a on a, a, a tiger or patterns on a cheetah or any other cat only. <laughs> <laughs> any feline based kind of um, but it happens in, in um biological beings as well as geological beings because you will see patterns like this that seem very regular and um very symmetrical in nature and uh, and they're there. But it takes a long time. But you just have to wait a long time, and they're there sometimes. <laughs> just so, wait for Daddy to come right, home, right. like he left, and I'm just still waiting uh-huh. a long time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You kind of get the feeling he's like <laughs> someone's like just rubbing him under the yeah. camera, his yeah. camera shot down there because yeah. he's always got this little that, smile, like yeah. he's like come up with something, or he's or he's winning this little Secretly, game that he's <laughs> yeah getting hard. I'll do these interviews in this fucking freak show you got me on <laughs> and the History Channel <laughs> if somebody's. <laughs> If someone can tweet me a live vibration. <laughs> That's his handle on Twitter? Uh, live no. vibration? <laughs> no, live vibration. So someone can like jerk him <laughs> off of the phone by tweeting. Vibration. I thought you were saying his online persona as a geologist is La Vibration. <laughs> that could be. That's a good one. La Bo- tweet, tweet me at La Vibration. <laughs> we can meet up, have a drink, or and something. I'll teach you the law of vibration. Yeah. I'll teach you how I interpret laws such as consent <laughs> and uh, age of consent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, let's not slander him anymore. Um, but, uh, I killed someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ancient astronaut theorists, they reject that these were, quote, grain holes, which is, I guess is what mainstream archaeologists say they are, holes for storing grain, oh. which I also find weird because it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's not close to any settlement. Right. It's like, okay, and they wouldn't be these little, like, pods in the ground. There but maybe could have been an old – I mean, sometimes I there feel might like have they're been. like, oh, this, th- we actually discovered this whole thing was a, right. uh, a settlement, and now it's blown away. Right. Or, again, I mean, not to go too deep down this, but if I was storing grain, I could see storing it far away because you're like, I don't want everyone to steal it. That's true. Yeah. Or the the people to know I want to control it. So it's super far away. And And there are many things in many old, you know, groups of people. How the fuck do we know what they wanted to do and why they did it sometimes? There's still a lot we don't know about... (laughs) Not supposed to do that when they're that old. <laughs> it's still good. Uh, we're talking about his cat, not uh, a child or anything, <laughs> but because uh, um, they can get like fucking brain damage or something. She's fucking retarded yeah. anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like how how can we say what they were planning on doing with these things or whatever? Plus, as we learned before, there are a lot of other examples of this in the world that are just natural occurrences that took thousands and thousands of years to happen that way. But yeah. you know. Um, Anyway, then we're, we're, we're the little cliffhanger at the end of this segment is, but if there was so much gold, why did they leave? And it's like now we have this whole segment cliffhanging us on the basis that we're one hundred percent sure they came here for gold. You know, yeah. I guess they're just all they're still basing it on the premise of twelve thousand year old, a twelve thousand year old people and their religious texts. You know, so um, then it gets pretty gnarly because. They kind of he kind of asks like or did they did they stay for a different reason and it shows him like hunting the ultimate prey yeah. and it shows like a man skeleton like hunting man Human. <laughs> right. yeah I was like, watching this and Matt just started dying laughing because right. like, did they just say <laughs> hunt the ultimate game right pause humans humans <laughs> and then they never touch on that again because they immediately come back and talk about animal mutilations and that's it yeah so there's nothing the ultimate game right. humans or tigers. cows, <laughs> cows yeah. it's like cows and horses you know yeah. um but uh 
it starts off with old Snippy the horse back in the sixties. He was the first example of a like pretty surgically mutilated horse. Um, you know, there's a lot of like people that would kill horses or whatever, but it was just like shoot them yeah. or stab them or whatever. Um, you know, have a boxing match or whatever with them. Yeah. Um, but you know, this was stroke their big <laughs> yeah jerk them off to death yeah, yeah cut uh, that big schlong off very I saw common. my wife looking at it right <laughs> um, but yeah there was there there was a they found Snippy's body there was the smell of formaldehyde on there um, the brain was removed the spinal uh, fluid was removed and stuff like that um, but then they kind of go on to like act like it's an epidemic like the later section we're talking about crop circles. They go on for years and years. Mm-hmm. There's only ever been 50 reports of animal mutilations, which right. I was kind of surprised at. I thought it was like thousands or something. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you see all these still photos that then zoom in. Right. And like, and like these things. X-Files like, oh, and like all these shows have been influenced by animals. Yeah, like there's yeah. always that's a sign of ETs. You're like, oh, it's only been 50? Like, and I was like, if Over you the course in of, one uh, town, that wouldn't be that much for one dude to do, honestly. Right, a couple right, dudes right. that were weirdos or something. Yeah. yeah. Or bored out of their mind and wanted to make a name for the something, hoax or something yeah. like that. Um, and again, if they've been here for so long, why the fuck do they care about a horse and right. surgically? Like, they should have already known all these things and seen Wouldn't, it. And... Couldn't they just scan that horse and see what's in it? Yeah. Even if they wanted the genetic material, is 50 samples even enough of, like, 50 cow? I don't know. Like, yeah, plus, it's always livestock. Right. Plus, that we find. What, are you going to create fucking yeah. cows or something like yeah. that? Like, we need to create another. Right. And and yeah. I'm I would be interested to see the amount of abduction cases that were returned horribly mutilated or never found again. I don't think right. it's that many. Yeah, so why they wouldn't they have done it to humans if or, they were? Yeah. If they were, you know, if they were if cutting they pieces off fuck. of the animals yeah. and stuff like that too. Because they shouldn't be scared of us, right? Like exactly. And in Star Trek, when they're like, "Oh, we don't intervene," they still talk to people, right? And yeah, they the never prime mutilated thing. right the fucking creatures on that right. planet they're not supposed to like start fights or intervene and right, yet right, every right. episode's a fucking war or battle to the death or yeah, something yeah. like that but i'm just saying like if they're yeah. like oh the you, aliens don't want us to know they're there because they don't want to intervene right. but then why are they cutting things up and right abducting you? and then, again yeah that's i didn't even think of that that's a great contradiction where yeah. you're like they're sitting out in these as we'll get to like these lagrange points where they we can't see them or whatever yeah. they can hang or their probes can hang out and it's like yeah if they don't want to be seen or known about because of the what is it the zoo and the jungle hypothesis that come up later it's like, well, they're obviously making themselves known to a yeah. certain degree. Right. I guess you could say they're not doing a full-scale invasion, obviously, but right, anyway. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, so then we go get, I think, our first appearance of Linda Howe or Ho. Um, she's older gal, real big facelift. Um, she talks about emotional things a lot and, like, kind of like, this is scary. And I'm like, okay, like, kind of let – can't you just let the audience – think that you know what i mean like get those things out of yeah, but, show don't tell like, yeah. yeah um but uh but anyway i mean but this whole show and i think even they would say it's a speculative show it's yeah, all yeah, speculation yeah, yeah. stuff you know um but anyway she says that she's been tracking mutilations for 30 years and i'm like if there's only been 50 you must have a lot of time on your hands <laughs> <laughs> um she also says uh she has sat down with sheriffs who told her that there were uh, they were ETs that did the mutilation, not cults or anything like that. And I'm like, why oh, no for Right? Okay, who were these sheriffs? Of course, they were off the record. I'm sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's total anecdotal ev- evidence. And then another piece of anecdotal evidence. She says, "Oh, I've talked to a government official um, who's who told her it was for genetic harvesting and not for other shit." Um, but uh, anyway, 
Um, <laughs> we got some craziness going on here. I was um, trying to get to see if Matt would know what the ultimate game is. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we go back into animal hybridism, some more examples of it. Um, same as like Zeus coming down as a goose and banging chicks and whatever and hybridizing and making the demigods. The goose is on the loose, baby. Oh, yeah. That's what he said in yeah. Greek. Um, <laughs> Tzatziki, Hamas, uh, hey, juice. Greek? <laughs> Classic Greek. I guess that is Greek. Yeah. <laughs> That's modern. I think ancient yeah, sounded a lot say, different. Definitely not Latin that, or some yeah. shit. Um, but is uh, Greek as... There it is. Puris medicus. Porohutos e Daphne's Greek a gyro with lamb. Fuck this pita. <laughs> That's where tzatziki sauce was skeeved from? No, no. The skeet-y sauce, like skeet. Oh, tzatziki sauce. Yeah. So it's a mispronunciation. They derived it from that, and that's why it's a white cream they put on every single meat And that's where urban rappers of the modern day got skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah, it's tzatziki, tzatziki. Oh, okay. And it is that white yogurty stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up a little uh, something on this. Um, but yeah, so they talk about Egyptian chimeras, um, that the gods were making animal hybrids that, hybrids that the, pet, the you know, hieroglyphs looked like they were on a surgical table and cutting off a head and putting on – there was a red tube coming out and then putting on a bird head and then putting on a human head and showing the sutures around there and stuff. I'm like, that could be a necklace – that could be a lot of things. And also, these are stories that they're showing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, Or stories that the dude that carved that fucking believes because the one guy that could read is like the king. And he says, this is what happened. And if you don't believe right. this, I'll kill you yeah. or something. You know? So um, anyway. Um, That's why I tell all the witnesses. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, and then the, the, the Anunnaki from Sumeria are very similar. There's a lot of repetition in this episode. or just kind of like tying it back to yeah. earlier stuff. Yeah, they kind of – yeah. This show, I feel like this show will do that, but it'll probably right. hopefully do it a little less as we get into the tighter right. episodes. But uh, my, my it's goal, a lot of floating right. through this Again, we're, we're three out of five. I'll be glad when this season's over because we get a little more to a solid for like 45 minutes max like episode. Yeah. Not for us necessarily, but right, at least right. the show. It's on a couple tighter subjects. And I want to bring a little more like of a, like a, oh, this has been disproven, like little fun facts where like this has been disproven or this fucking weird thing that we're talking shit on, it still hasn't been figured Fully out or vetted. something like that yeah, too. Yeah. So to try to be balanced about it, you know. Um, but uh, we go on to Sukalos talking about the Apis bull sar- sarcophagus, which was a common figure in hieroglyphs. Um, I guess it's a myth in Egyptian, the Egyptian religion or something. And there are these huge 80-ton sarcophagi that have, like, different animal bone fragments all, like, crushed ground up into it and with this other shit called bedamin that, like, stinks or something like that. And it's like he's saying it's as if there was something very dangerous in there made up of multiple animals that they wanted to never fucking get out or something. And it's like, well, I feel like you would just kill that thing and not... I mean, I know that they believe you carry things into death or there's life after death and stuff, but, like... To put it in an 80-ton sarcophagus that had all this beautiful art on the outside of it, you're going to use that as a jail cell? Like, that's a pretty elaborate jail cell for some some animal you're scared Unless of. Unless it was a yeah, crazy hobolo. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> Jasper the Nileman. 
I'm here to get your daughter. I'm, I'm begging for scarabs down here. Come on, give me that bug. Right. Got plenty of my beard, but I want some of yours. Save that for later. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do they got AIDS back here or herpes or something? That'd be pretty fun to spread around. Maybe I could create it. Ooh. <laughs> I'll take some scarab blood, some scarab piss, yeah. some little jackal tits. <laughs> Jackal tit milk. Jackal tit. <laughs> Throw that yeah. in there, chew it up. Baby, you got hepatitis A. I going. got my dip, and I'm yeah. going to spit that right on my, right. my slingus. Yep, just like the concrete rivers of yeah. the 21st century. I'm going to build a little shanty town yeah. right there by the Nile <laughs> and hope the uh, I'm gonna poke whatever the, police are don't get me yeah. down. <laughs> Those uh, soldiers. Right. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So different. And welcome back. To Probing Ancient Aliens. Yep. Episode three. <laughs> Took a quick uh, shark break. <laughs> yeah. Poop my pants. Yep. <laughs> As we do every episode. Yep. Uh, we just haven't took break. Take We haven't took no breaks before for sharting the panties. Um, but now we are. Got so. these little cotton panties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slorching. Because they're full of diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, our buttholes are losers since the probing, yeah. the initial probing. So, but we're saving that for the series finale. Our actual yeah. abduction. We'll stories. post pictures on the internet. Yeah, on the internet. <laughs> we will post pictures <laughs> on internet. Uh, internet uh, uh, posts uh, uh, pictures of you. <laughs> Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll just keep Yakov Shmirnov references going for the younger listeners yeah. out there. Yeah, keep it going. Um. Anyway, they watch The Simpsons. It's fine. Yeah. He was on there like once, <laughs> or a reference like once, a long time ago. Too. Yeah. Um, anyway, we were talking about animal hybrids, shit like that. Um, this apis, a piss bowl they had in there <laughs> smelled so bad they put in an eighty-ton sarcophagus. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. We left off with the return of Philip Coppins, the late Philip Coppins, R.I.P. Um, These say it, Joe. Realms <laughs> where I am now. Um, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's actually pretty balanced on <laughs> this part right here. Um, he says, you know, we simply don't know if these were, uh, alien hybrids or if they had the technology we did today. And so I was like, okay, like they put this little quip in there or whatever. I'm like, at least that's, that's still the premise yeah. of this podcast right. too. Like, you know, but, um, but anyway, and then we get Bill Burns on there, the fiery little Jim Leahy type, rest in peace. Not Bill Burns, Jim Leahy. So this is two different dead people on this show so far? No. Jim Leahy, the character that he looks oh, like. Oh, Jim Leahy. Okay. Yes. Okay, sorry. I'm um, Trailer sorry, Park sorry. Boys, the yeah, actor yeah, yeah, died. Yeah, 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 yeah. R.I.P. Um, you know, Bill Burns is the Bill Burns is the fiery little guy. And right, he says, right, right. you know, you know, uh, <laughs> I was going to read my, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they, I'm very sure that they were trying to create the ultimate hybrid. And I'm like. Uh, Why? Prius? Right. <laughs> right. You know fucking expensive those batteries are, yeah. you fucking idiot? What a dick. Ugh. Um, but anyway, it's like you knew you're very sure. You know, it's one of those things where the oh, the only conclusion, because there isn't one, is that they must have been doing what I want to think. Yeah. So I'm like, there is no you would have thought if they were trying to do that and they like wrote as much as they could, you know, everything they could down about their religion and practices and stuff. They would have had pictures of them building this or saying we were building this godlike figure because, you know, and blending this and, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's hard to believe that there would be, like, mad scientists back then that wouldn't be writing things down or yeah. drawing things. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Yeah, because in one part they're like, 
These people know no better. So they're just telling the truth. That's why they're writing this shit on the wall. It's like, are you fucking stupid? Right. Are you <laughs> dumb? Yeah, fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, no, but it's like, no, they're, they have fantasies and weird things right. that they believe oh, in superstition. They have fantasies. Yeah. Oh, you should see those X-rated rocks that are oh, out behind the corner. Yeah. You had to go through this little sheet, this this uh, weird sort of partition <laughs> to get into the sarcophagus area. Made out could... of some kind of papyrus <laughs> soaked in <laughs> semen or yeah, some just, sort of uh, binding <laughs> glue device. Yeah, device. some sort of <laughs> substance. <laughs> substance. Yeah, maybe it was... Uh, uh, labia juices. <laughs> I guess a semen biting device yeah. would be a dick. <laughs> yeah. A sheet oh, of let me dicks. get my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the device <laughs> where it could <laughs> bind with the cum. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, we have these partitions yeah. you can go and yeah. jerk off on right. the wall. <laughs> There were uh, there were uh, finely drilled holes oh, as yeah. we explored a couple episodes ago right. that they, they could were. drill. They were with sand and rock, <laughs> and you could put varying sizes <laughs> of cylindrical objects through. What were these holes for? While still obtaining a friction point right. to where you could still <laughs> get on. <Right. laughs> we we we'd have to assume that these are for gay sex, yeah. <laughs> for uh, anonymous blowjobs. Right. Uh, could could be women on that other side. You never know. That's what we all hope. Yeah. <laughs> Every uh, time we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we go. Mouth uh, to mouth. <laughs> don't drop the soap. Um, In a bathroom with glory holes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, whoops. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> My butthole's on the other side of the glory hole now. Yep. yep. Surprise. Ah. But then it's just mouth to butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's rim a rimming. Yeah. yeah. You have to have a really long tongue uh-huh. uh, to get through there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> they had, of course, they had like wild fantasies and right. superstitions and things right. that just didn't exist that they imagined right. could, you know, exist. So We all want order from the chaos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no way it's like, oh, yeah, we, we are the ones with weird fantasies, which we are, but that's not exclusive to this generation. Right. That's one way that we're very similar to Ancient how peoples. we've been for thousands of years, yeah. And again, just like with the technology, the intelligence of ancient humans is all over the place during the series. <laughs> it's just like sometimes they're super smart and ingenious, you know, even without the help of aliens. Right. And other times they're just – they couldn't understand this or whatever. Right. So it's like – Or the only way to do it is in stone, but otherwise this metal lasts forever. Exactly, yeah. So – um, the next segment, oh, I, my note there was, they're, they're very sure that they're trying to create the ultimate hybrid, but why the fuck did they just stop then for thousands of years? Like right. why, why have all the cultures in between Egypt and now thousands of years, right. this hasn't been important to people like, oh, we only heard about it in Mary well, Shelley's Frankenstein, I guess, well, or whatever, but this touches a sensitive subject that some of these guys are accused of uh-huh. and that's. A supreme race, right? Exactly, where it evolves down into that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. That the that the 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 aliens came to primitive tribal peoples, usually, yeah, and gave them knowledge they could never have thought of on their own. Yeah. And there was these. That's the big thing too. Is that there were these big, like quote, like last episode we said there were big bangs of knowledge, and it's like. No, there weren't. Like there, there again. Not like you, a renaissance, or right? So, I mean, you guys in this, then. yeah, that's like a that's a core few hundred years, a gradual yeah. change into something. You guys are saying these are these are like literally uh, Egyptians from three thousand years ago, jumping up to Peruvians from fifteen hundred A.D. Right, and all of a sudden, and like in, even in this episode and later, in totally different areas. Right, they talk about 
the the whole floods the flood section of the whole um, episode. They literally like Childress is on there saying, and all of the megalithic structures just stopped being built. And I'm like, no, they didn't because yeah. they didn't stop all at the same time. There's right, not evidence right. on every pyramid that a big flood happened the whole time. Those yeah. are thousands of years apart, and you just told us they were. Yeah, but it's that weird. Look, they've got a high water mark, right? Here. And I'm like, that's that weird. What I I truly believe it's unintentional. Sleight yeah, of I don't hand. think they're trying. They're to, not like, trying to fuck with your head, but it's or, just, yeah. it's this unintentional sleight of hand of just like, like oh well, look at this over here. This is evidence, and this is too, and they're the same evidence. But it's like no, you can't really do the yeah. math on those. They don't add yeah. up. Yeah, you know? sorry, I said racist, but I mean, I, I don't think they're implying right, but it it can be taken that way. Exactly. There there is a weird yeah, like the the Atlantean race, and they were described as yeah. you know these white haired. You know, white, gold skinned, whatever's, and I don't know. And then, but then, like, the, there's apparently earlier uh, descriptions after some of the theorists and stuff, and they were not described like that. They, right. their, their skin and hair color were never mentioned or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So who knows? But anyway, um, that's always part of the question. I've even seen like little comics about like ancient astronaut theory in a nutshell, and it's like, here, ancient peoples from 3500 BC, here's all this cool shit. See you later. <laughs> like, yeah, see yeah. you later forever. <laughs> it's like, they've, Bye. where the fuck did they go? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, <gasps> Harry the what was it? Harry the haphazard helicopter pilot <laughs> that was Childress's helicopter pilot oh, in like <laughs> the pilot episode <laughs> or something. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Childress, uh, I don't think there's any uh, big jackal tits down there. <laughs> I know you're not that hobo from Egypt, but Joey forgot, so he's mixing the characters. <laughs> I think there's some kind of uh, tits or some kind of uh, uh, semen depositing device <laughs> down here in this. Let's Underwater go! <laughs> alien base. Sorry. I also wasn't talking in the loud children's <laughs> voice. <laughs> so I was doing a uh, very good uh, <laughs> helicopter sound yeah. back there. Oh, no. Harry was just myself. over there smacking his cheek over and over. Yeah. There was no... The, the helicopter had crashed <laughs> weeks ago. They're stranded. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, we go into evolution in segment four. Um, talks about how there have been six major extinction events and that 90% of all species that have ever existed are dead. It's like, that's true. That's not unbelievable at all um except that in a big leap not some of them but apparently all of those events were driven by aliens for the last 600 million years <laughs> so those are some old fucking aliens okay. that i don't even think would exist in a physical form <laughs> if they were hundreds of millions right. of years old but whatever Maybe. but but uh, but again what if they were time travelers what if they could do all like you know, and and again, that's the long game. It's like I'm like, couldn't they just create such lifelike androids that didn't take millions of years to evolve if they wanted some living thing that could even like procreate itself or something like that? I don't know. But yeah. it's saying that each one of these extinction events was to make room for humans, or at least the di- killing off the dinosaurs to make room for humans. You know, um, we got a special guest here, or no? Yeah, Matt, come here. No, we don't. <laughs> What's the but, ultimate game, Matt? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Super Mario Brothers? What's the ultimate <laughs> game to hunt? Man. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. See, yeah. he knows. We got some mat splating going yeah. on. <laughs> um, Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I like that. <laughs> also, like my previous joke yeah. of Josh Brolin, keep Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. <laughs> that was a big hit. Yeah. Uh, you had to be watching the yeah. movie right at the time, but. <laughs> Um, he's watching some movie called Suavecito or something like that. Uh, I don't Sicario, know. There we go. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, suave cita. Yeah, that's that hair care pomade <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like for what purpose would they be playing such a long game of hundreds of millions of years? Like, why would they be seeding a planet like that? The only answer would then to be throw in time travel. But then now we're we're trying to create Who things gives, to. If you can time right. travel, why the fuck right. do you give a <laughs> right? Why do you give a shit about anything or making new creatures? <laughs> like right, I, you know. Yeah, um, it well, is I guess that's what they do in Arrival a little bit, kind is of. that they can time travel in their mind to a certain extent, they're, yeah, and they, they know they need to pass this their on life, to us to help Their life happens circularly, so they can kind of exist in all times at once of their own experience, I guess. Right, but then they need to pass that on to us for, I can't remember if there's They still need to not, fulfill but. the linear the linear way that time flows, even right. if they're perceiving it differently. Right, 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 right. Which but I'm is, saying, again, again, that movie's them coming to yes, teach us a that's thing true. and yeah. then leaving. Same with, like, Interstellar, where right. humans had evolved so far, they became these fifth dimen- five-dimensional beings right. that exist outside of time and space, and that's what our ghosts right. are. And that's what, But they had to come back and show us what what we were missing about yeah. gravity and its relation to time and space and all that Murph. shit and stuff, too. Yeah. I was your ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were always my ghost daddy. <laughs> and it was Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby right. coming through. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me leave like this, Murph. Don't make me leave like this. Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. I'm going to be Jessica Chastain, <laughs> and I'm going to fucking be pissed off. Then I'm going to be old, and when they're playing baseball on a big cylinder. <laughs> I told them you like... <laughs> is this the McConaughey filter? No, no this, this is, is the girl, girl the little girl. Uh, <laughs> I knew you wanted a house because you like <laughs> Oh, that is classic Interstellar. I knew you wanted a house. I told them you liked farming. Farrowing? Farming. <laughs> Is she getting stabbed in the gut? Is she she's an old dying lady. Oh, not little girl anymore. I, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, she evolved over time. Right. <laughs> evolved meaning I... aging. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, someday I'm going to evolve into a powerful elderly old man with different appendages and yeah. and Knowledge. sloppier skin and yeah. balls uh, hanging yeah. lower and things. A swollen prostate. Right. <laughs> oh, children's evolving yeah. in evolving. <laughs> Sorry, I just love that man. Some kind of <laughs> underwater <laughs> nursing home where the nurses jerk you off. <laughs> I, I tell you about jerking off, Joe. Um, uh, anyway. Yeah. So, um, oh, then we get to lots of horny aliens who apparently think Earth women Earth. are beautiful. And I think it's because they might have seen that movie with Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans. Earth Earth. girls are easy. Yeah. Not just beautiful, <laughs> right. but they're sluts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently that book or that movie was inspired by the religious text of <laughs> yeah. all all Western world. Or whatever. The aliens that can travel time saw this movie, saw how down to fuck they were. Oh, yeah. Then they're like, oh, I'm going to travel there in an ancient right. time when they're even easier. Yeah. And that's why, hey, when Jim Carrey came on the scene, they nudged his career. He was living in a car for a little while like Jewel. He was, you know, playing guitar on the street or some bullshit. I remember in some documentary I saw. Yeah. They nudged his career a little bit. They made him. The God among men that he is. Weird story. My friend's mom, who was German, driving out here, said she picked oh. up Jim Carrey. Oh, my God. And he was a comedian living on the street. Oh. So, And she gave him a ride or something. Or he gave her a ride in her and van. He had, he had the I think she was implying she was. I've yeah. seen in my life. I think she let him but I set a rail on that. I old. slurped to town. And I, yeah. I was too old to have his baby, but uh, 
when you know if he, even if though he she had was a younger time, I would have dreams that if the baby was created and born, it would have large teeth and green skin, <laughs> and he would belch fire. Yeah, you know, and these were the dreams I had, and it would. Uh, the fire would be ending, he'd say. Right. But then instead, in the, f- in the future, I saw this other movie called... <laughs> called Not a timeline. I saw this other no. timeline. No, shut up. <laughs> I saw this other movie called Mask. But it had, like, Cher and it had, like, Eric Stoltz in it. And it was very different in my dreams. But this was my son, I think, you know. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jim Carrey, the man who I fucked, right? This is now my son. Yeah, because of this experience, I just <laughs> saw this movie on TBS one time. I was going to son a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and, and so the prophecy and, was yeah. fulfilled. And uh, he would drive a van as hairy as a dog. <laughs> it was the shagging van. And he would hang out with a man named Harry. Yes. Who was surprisingly not. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's butthole. Um, <laughs> So I let them slop down my slaughterbahn. Oh, now we're getting a little Swedish <laughs> instead of German. Take a, take a ride down yeah. the uh, My friend's mom, gold member, <laughs> picked up Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah. She always tried to serve us pancakes in the morning. <laughs> she eat her own fucking tan yeah. skin off. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, she seriously said she picked him up and like, yeah. oh, yeah, he tried to date me. Oh. I was like, that doesn't. Tried no. to date him? Yeah. Her? Her. Yeah. <laughs> Very progressive lady. Uh, when he was like yeah. on his way down from Canada I or some shit. I guess. I don't know. Wow. This is, so this is in 97 and then his mom. 87? Well, no, I'm saying the story was oh, her I telling see. it. Right. So I, I don't even Must know if it lines 80s. up. It had to be. Late yeah. 80s was like when he came down to comedy clubs and shit But like I that. feel like she should have already had a child by then because I was born mm-hmm. by then. Well, And this kid was like in the same grade as me. Anyways. She reigned some guy in a van. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Who told told her it was Jim Carrey? Yeah, well, this no, was she four just, years no, ago. She ne- he, she's like, no, I think that was Jim Carrey. Oh. Yeah, like she always like, okay. I hear the story. I see him <laughs> looks just like him <laughs> with the German belt. Right. <laughs> oh, this is going great. Um, <laughs> lots of horny aliens attracted to Earth women. Um, but my question is, how the fuck did they so? How do they mate with Earth women? Just like unless they literally were other humans from Earth or some shit, because you get a fucking uh, uh, donkey and a fucking horse to fuck, they create sterile babies. So it's like yeah, it's you're not, not going to create super powerful children from unless you could shape shift. Then yeah. once again, but you have to shape shift your DNA and then your right. cum. Exactly. Like how do you shape shift like <laughs> right. DNA. your DNA then your cum? <laughs> <laughs> Not the cum right. load. Not that the DNA would take care of all of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, DNA's down, but we all know that cum yeah. is separate than DNA. Yeah. <laughs> My cum is more viscous, right. and I'm going to have to shapeshift into a sticky It's not so much like DNA, such. but sticky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are two very yeah. uh, adjacent descriptors. Yeah, it's more blue, and I need to take that right. down or not. It's like if you're at a restaurant, it's like, do I want a, a, a burrito or the car? <laughs> That's pretty much... <laughs> <laughs> How different they are, because um, burritos all stack in a car and then impregnate women when it crashes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, <laughs> Sukalos and uh, Bible Bro come back on from the uh, previous episodes. Um, now this this part always interests me, which is there was a council of Nicaea that went on and instead of Badcia, right? Um, and this council 
took a bunch of apocryphal and there was the book was apparently called apocrypha or something and it was all of the stories that the they didn't want the then modern bible to include and it was more of the kind of old roman greek kind of shit where it was about aliens coming down and fucking peep fucking women and impregnating them creating the giants like david and goliath like the goliath the giants. giants there we go <laughs> The giants. <laughs> I have never heard that before or said that before. <laughs> we are the vagiants. Yeah, we got crash. <laughs> our pussies are like pussies and our buttholes are like pussies too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Welcome to biblical times. Yeah. yeah. Sick, man. <laughs> now give me that <laughs> But yeah, like these books were like obsessed with like archangels and the order like all the superheroes kind of of like that world and they the the aat guys are saying they threw those out because there was too much information in them whereas i have more of a feeling that they didn't line up with the main tenets of what they wanted to teach the people in that time and they said we got to decide on what this book's going to be or something to keep order and you know in the in the world and whatever but i'm sure there's a bunch of theologians that know way more about that than me but Anyway, um, it is interesting that at least it doesn't mean it's proof, but it's like I've always been kind of interested in that part of the Bible. Where it's like, oh, what's the shit they like didn't want in there at all? You know, yeah, much more mythological weird shit. But um, anyway, um, then uh, oh, then Jonathan Young, who's the Joseph Campbell Archives curator, who I I now will call Blazer Man Five Thousand. He's the, <laughs> the smooth talking guy that comes on and talks like this, and um, but he just he literally just goes into his only appearance on the whole episode. He goes into uh, the whole impregnation of Mary with Christ from God and uh, basically turning, like introducing the thing of like, oh, what's the difference between a divine being and an extraterrestrial? They're both beings that aren't of the world that you and I live in. They're both whatever. You know what I mean? So um, he his whole thing was like maybe just like, the upcoming Wong D that we talked about last time, not Dong Wee. That's the little dick man. Fung Shui. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, Wong D we talked about last time, who was the first emperor of China and was this very benevolent dude and wait, came in wait. on a dragon yeah. and whatever. Don't they say he was created by aliens, but then earlier they're like, he came in from a dragon. Like, right. is he an alien or is he created? Because like, they, the fuck? they go into Wong D's own creation story himself here where this big dragon that he that was supposedly his ship came down came upon some young maiden in a in a fruit field who was picking fruit and I pick I guess strawberries or something cherries <laughs> berries put it a ground turn to a strawberry <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty universal rule yeah um sorry that's not really chinese <laughs> so much as japanese but yeah. um by way of la habra yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh or la Mirada, or whatever man. um anyway so the the myth goes in china that uh very similar myth to uh, the the Christ impregnation uh, story where she's picking fruit. This big dragon comes out of the sky, but a big storm happens or whatever. She sees it, overwhelms her. She passes out. She wakes up. Storm's cleared. She's pregnant with the first emperor of China. Spray that. Right. Dragon. She's covered in spider webby. Dragon's yeah. dragon webs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, dragon smoke came and right. engulfed her. Right. Um, and then engorged her. The dragon was named Cayman. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh. Dumb. There we Same go. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, oh god, I fucking lost my pen. <laughs> We're I doing see, dragon. Talk. I see. Yeah, I see Wong D like five times. <laughs> um, but Wong anyway, D. again, this episode's a lot less 
directed because the Ancient Aliens episode was a lot less directed too. Uh, Childress comes back on. He has his line from the pilot where he says, you know, uh, uh, stories and, and uh, milfs, <laughs> myths, <laughs> um, you know, or whatever. But uh, in his mind, there, there's some core of truth there. And I'm like, great. Thanks, David. In your mind, you think it's true. You right, know? right. Um, but uh, and that's it. And then we go into the world building uh, or sorry, the world ending flood myth that's like apparently pan all cultures. But it's not it's a lot of cultures. But it's not every culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is when they claim, oh, all the the megalithic buildings start to just stop. And I'm like, that's not true at all. We already kind of went over that. Yeah. Um, there's no, there was no sudden complete halt. Then we go into the, the next whole chunk is the Mayan calendar. And this episode was filmed in 2010 or 20, 2009, most likely. So everyone was still worried about, oh, December 21st, 2012, the Mayan calendar ends. Are we going to all fucking die? Obviously, it's 2017 now. We didn't die. Um not that anyone, I think, I don't even, and even even Mayans at the time didn't think that was true. They mm-hmm, were like mm-hmm. uh, ancestors of the, or not ancestors, they were they were uh, descendants of actual Mayan royal families. They're like, that's not what that means. Yeah. They planned the calendar to be a straight 5,000 years. It was just because that's as much room as they had. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that, it goes on for a while about that. We can totally skip over that part. Um, but then um, we go into the stars. And to me, this whole part is like so... It's so overblown. Like, every single culture was obsessed with the stars and the planets and whatever because, A, this was – that was all their – like, what a weird fucking thing to look up in the sky and see all these lights and shit like that that you can't touch, you can't get to, whatever. Um, but then also, what uh, – like, with everything, what else are you going to do but try to figure these things out? Every day you could look up and just see that there's a pattern growing. Or over three years you see there's a pattern or something like that. Um, but – so, of course, they're like – they're talking about how, oh, all the, you know, Geology Jesus is back and he says, oh, all these megaliths are aligned astronomically. And it's like, okay, that's not that difficult to do. Now, and then we get, uh, you know, Robert Bovell coming on about the, the get Pyramid of Giza. And he says, <laughs> and then he says, <laughs> check out my new book, Eat, Pray, Giza. About my journey of my husband breaking up with me and then I go and I I start a food company and in the pyramid and I the pyramid's like a big food truck. Yeah. And <laughs> I drive it around I found this ancient technology to slide these right. big stones around. But we only make uh, Louisiana crab cakes and then lobster rolls. <laughs> Very uh, tough to get with uh, the hollandaise sauce. I like the Creole influence on them. Uh, anyway, he says how difficult it would be to build the four shafts in the Giza pyramid mm. that all point exactly to like Sirius and the Orion belt and a couple other ones. And I'm like, again, later in this episode, they say one of these pyramids is estimated to have taken 1400 years to build by like the, but that's the, uh, the Cholula, uh, pyramid. There's in Cholula, Mexico, there's a pyramid. that's technically the biggest structure ever built by a human mm. volumetrically. Like it's not as, it's not as tall as something as the Giza yeah. pyramid, but volumetrically it was bigger. Um, but I'm like, yeah, they had a long fucking time to build these. So maybe yeah. just maybe the foundation took a hundred years and they like they just fucking they got that done, you know? And then yeah. the next hundred years was let's figure out this one room or I don't I don't fucking just know. whatever. So yeah. anyway. Um and with no again, no distractions, no TV, no phones, no anything. Yeah. And there was no middle class. <laughs> you were either a small aristocracy of people that was in with the fucking king. Or you were poor or slaves. So right, right. what else were you going to do? Um, but uh, anyway, we just we're going back to Egypt so much in yeah. in this first season. Yeah, why? I mean, I know they talk about Stonehenge, but why don't they talk about other 
culture. They do as time goes on. But but I mean, there's like all kinds of pagan shit that I feel like would probably be as old in Europe. But some of it is. Well, this episode goes a little bit into the island of England and how there's a lot of shit, like tons of stuff, and old thousands year old structures, all kind of close to where London is now, like like a hundred miles west. Um, But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I can't remember all ten seasons in my head. I don't know They're if they go to like Norway or this areas. or whatever, but yeah, yeah. at least for right now, so, which is fine. I mean, I yeah. know it's like crazy shit. So. There aren't there aren't a lot of like Norwegian megaliths or right. anything, you know. And I love. Um, do they ever go about like the Great Wall, or do they just go? No, those those uh, Chinese build. They it. do. There's there's later episodes where yeah. there's like specifically about stone structures or whatever. It's like there's like ten episodes just about megaliths. Yeah. They just call it something different every time. But, but it's like okay, so there's like Great Wall and then that whole fleet of fucking statues they the carve. terracotta men. Yeah. Yeah. And it's they like, go into them a lot. Oh they do go into them. Later on, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, they don't go, oh these people couldn't make this many No. Well they I mean they they go into how like that whole the lake under there is what used to be all mercury and this is mainstream archaeology being like this was a fucking mercury lake bed all these warriors down here, it was fucking weird, like mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. weird. And they go into like Mercury superconductive and like talk, we talked about in the pilot a little oh, bit too okay, about Mercury yeah, yeah. and shit, but, uh, but yeah, they well, go into some of this yeah. stuff, not, not this episode, yeah, yeah, of but, course, but yeah. later on, just not to go down too far of a path, but I feel like, yeah, Mercury drives people nuts. So I feel like that's why they would just go create and do mm-hmm. whatever weird shit. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Right. You might, later story. they took a lot of shit to have weird visions about things yeah. and try to make it happen. So, um, but, uh, anyway, we go back and my note says, back yeah. to fucking Egypt, <laughs> again, um, to the Napta Playa, which was this ancient kind of stonehenge thing that predates Stonehenge by a thousand years. So that's pretty cool, I guess, too. It's, it's like it's a circle of stones that is, it's, uh, like, specifically has a lot of different constellations that it's mimicking and stuff like that. Um, and Baval says, not only did they have to be astronomers, they had to be... Very good astronomers because they had to know about astronomical procession, which is like predicting mathematically the movements of the mm-hmm. procession mm-hmm. of stars, I guess. Which, again, I'm like, that is a sophisticated skill even today. But if all you were doing your whole fucking life was looking or you were part of a group that just looked at stars all the time and every day your job was on a big piece of parchment to map out every fucking star that you could see. Yeah. That's, you know, there wasn't that much else to do. So um, anyway. We uh, then oh we already I already can, I can skip over this we go into the Cholula Mexico pyramid um, that that was built by it's weird because they go into how mainstream archaeologists have found that it was built by the Olmecs then used by the Toltecs which were after then finally by the Aztecs like two thousand years later and then but then they go into what the Aztecs thought which were not the people that built it and they go the Aztecs thought it was built by a giant that came from. Uh, Venus, you know, like the from the, the 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 planet Venus, and it's like so. You just said it was built by. We know who built it, but why are you going by that the Aztecs didn't even know a couple thousand years ago their own ancestors built it? Right. So it's like that's kind of a self defeating point. It was kind of pointless. Um, it was just one of those things. Like, look at again. That's fucking amazing. This is the thing that took fourteen hundred years apparently to build, which mm-hmm, is crazy, mm-hmm. you know. But um, then we get a little more interesting, at least. Which they actually don't talk about a ton on the series, but it's crop circles. Because I think it's kind of like done, like I think. Right, or you kind of knows sort of all bullshit. Right. Yeah, like, like why would you, if you're going to use it as a marker or a sign. But sometimes it's not a marker or sign, right? It's kind of like the spaceship blasted off from here. Or it was a sign for mapping. But again, it's like why do you need this well, like, I mean, temporary this is, map? This is the most interesting part of the episode because they kind of do just like give you the science behind it and the actual... Uh, physicist guy that studied 
th- over 300 of these things. So there were plenty of these crop circles, and they, and they all were in. They started off in 1978 in Wiltshire County, England, which is west of London. Um, and it's an interesting part of the episode and just the concept in general because these crop circles are, like, fucking perfect. And this is in the 70s, too. Like, they're perfect. There's no footprints that lead away from them. And the physicist that studied them, he didn't know. You know, he wasn't saying it was aliens, but he told you. He, he, he called – he said that the – only way the, the soil has distinct characteristics of something called a spinning plasma vortex having affected it, which sounds really weird. Yeah. But he was a normal physicist. He wasn't an alien guy at all. And he says, these happen out in space about above our atmosphere. But he's like, I don't know how they could – anyone could direct that energy or apply it in a pattern or whatever. It just happens sometimes up in space. And – uh and that's all he could say. But this was, this was consistent over 350-some things because the ones that were made by hoaxers were – you know, they were these two – and these two dudes even, like, admitted to it in, like, the 90s, these two old British dudes. Right. But they just had, like, a board and a rope. Yeah. But you could see all the wheat, like, like, smashed and fucked up and whatever, whereas the ones that were never explained, all of them had, like, these perfectly laid down parallel wheat. Like, everything was laid down super, super nicely and whatever, so – that is fucking weird. Like, and it's, and the the patterns were like insane, especially in the seventies and eighties. I don't really know how someone could have made that because it's it's not like they were cut or burnt. Right, they, they were just, just pressed perfectly burnt. down. Yeah. So, and, unless and 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 how could the only way that could happen is if a big fucking cargo jet or helicopter had a shape like a bunch of wood panels that like made that right. and they stamped it. I don't know how that would happen, uh, but it also they weren't stamped. From the top and crushed, they were flattened from the root. It was right, really interesting. Right, right. So, um, and then all the ones that were hoaxes had kind of fucked up borders. You could see footprints going in and mm-hmm. out and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, even if that was the case, these things would appear where farmers would be there at night. They'd see like a big light flash. It would go away. They wouldn't even see the crop circle. They'd wake up and it'd be there. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if two fucking old men had a couple two-by-fours and some rope to make these. I've experienced that. <laughs> oh, if you had two <laughs> old men. Yeah, and a tube of foreign rope. Oh boy, dragged me out. <laughs> Oof. They, Show, to... they called it showing me the ropes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and then they're and throwing their, ropes. Yeah, their loads were the ropes they oh, were showing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't see much because it blinded me like right. the first hit. And they press. Well, maybe you were pressing down their pubic hair. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Munch, <laughs> oh, munch, <man. laughs> munch. <laughs> Call them cock circles. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, very creative. <laughs> um, very easy. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> As I had were, a, apparently. I, I had a wood, huh? Wood plank. <laughs> you know, an erection. Yeah. You know, my. <laughs> For old men to touch and suck penis. on. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they would sneak up on me at night, and then I'd wake up, and boom, herpo. <laughs> Not my it penis. or the old men or what? Boom. Herpo. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, there you have it. The old men? Yeah. What? No. You said it, it was... would approach at night, and then boom, herpo. Oh, I, I said they. No. It would approach. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant the craft, alien craft or whatever, too. Well, yeah. yeah. It was just their old, like, 67 pickup that right. they did. Go, <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Come on, boy. Come on. Get out yeah. 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 I'd say, <laughs> no, sir. And then they'd break down the door. But you would say, no, sir, as you were walking out to greet them with a <laughs> yeah. smile on your face. Because yeah, that yeah. was the game, right? Yeah, and they yeah. said, no, please don't do this. Right. <laughs> as easy as, as last time. <laughs> please up the ante in my yeah. ass. <laughs> I'll double yeah. down. <laughs> Ooh, remember the double down from KFC? Uh, that fried chicken yeah, no, I patty? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was intense. I, th- I probably had one of those. Oh, it was good. Oh, uh, how many of those you eat? 
Probably three. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it kind of leaves it at that, like the crop circle section. I'm like, okay, like, that's what I like about this series. We're like, this shit happens. There's Here's the scientific evidence that can't explain this other part. That's it. We can't explain it, you know. Of course, there's little parts where they're going, oh, these are signals. These are messages. They might very well be. But why did they just suddenly stop? Why were they only in England? Yeah, exactly. Because they were, I mean, they, they started cropping up, no pun intended, later around the world in the 90s. But that could have been at the point where the news had gone around enough that people right. could do it or figure it out. I don't know. But anyway, uh, then we move on to the weirdest like part in one of the worst movies of all time is the Crystal Skulls, <laughs> uh, Skull. which is that the, the, the Mayans were apparently gifted um, 13 Crystal Skulls by the gods or something. And seven number, huh? Yes, seven of these have been found. Um, they're all carved out of like various uh, levels of quartz and other shit. But the most perfect one Space is called quartz, quartz, quartz to quartz. quartz. Um, Mitchell, the Mitchell Hedges crystal, um, not the Mitch Hedberg crystal um, skull, but uh, that's the one that's like the perfect humanoid, like crystal, whatever. The rest have kind of weird features, or they're tiny or really big or whatever. And according to, I mean, the story's kind of cool. Like, according to the legend or whatever by the, is it the Mayans or the Aztecs? Um, I feel like Aztec, but it could be wrong. Mayans, sorry. Mayans. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Mayans were given this and said that each of these was, was given to the Mayans by a different race of one of the 12 other planets in our galaxy that have intelligent life on them. So it was like a representative gave them to them, and each represented one of them. Did they show up with the skull? Or yes, they they, g- they gave it to you know the Mayans have the story of oh our ancestors got these or whatever or a king or whatever, and the thirteenth was representative of Earth, and that's the Mitchell Hedberg one, <laughs> Mitchell Mitchell Hedges one, and it's like the, and and our planet was called Planet of the Children, like we like they created we the us idiots. or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> Did you say we were the idiots? Yeah. <laughs> Well, these are children. Planet of like. the slow children. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Phyllis. I love this clear. That's a lot of quartz. <laughs> um, but, That's really uh, clear. Yeah. But then they go into how because quartz is in some technology and holds a lot of data, that must mean these hold a lot of data. But then they also say, but we don't have any way of accessing it. So how the fuck do we know it right, has any right. data in it? And you know? what do these skulls look like? Like, they look generally humanoidish, but some of them have, like, really weird eyes. Other of them are really, like, a tiny human. Like, it's all weird. Like, but they're generally humanoid looking. Right. Okay. You know? so. so, again, we can all go back to our ego a little bit with this and in, in assuming that, like, that's kind of my favorite part is that, understandably, Sucalos is always like, it's pretty egotistical that we think that we're the only game in town. And, like, I get it. I like that that skepticism of it, like... Uh, but don't directly associate that everything looks right. like us or we're based on everything. Because we shouldn't be egotistical doesn't mean then we should assume everyone's into us at the same right. time, which is also egotistical. So, yeah. um, But anyway, this whole part is weird because it's just like, where is the proof that there's data stored on these things? It could just be carved out of this stuff. They also say it's it's another example of how could they have machine or without machining, how could they have carved these so nicely or polished them mm-hmm, or whatever? Mm-hmm. But then I looked this up a while ago, went back or back when all the shit about Indiana Jones was coming out, like where right, are the right. crystal skulls really? And uh, it's like it's not really that hard to carve and polish the quartz. I guess um, they did say that the only one that looks insane is. Uh, is the one that looks like us the most, like that perfect one, because mm-hmm. it's like if they would have like 
uh, carved it out and polished it just the uh, like against the grain of the quartz, it would have just shattered. So they must have mm, done a very careful job know. of that. Yeah. But again, if they were quartz polishers, you know, my my dad yeah. always said, "Get the fuck out of room, you old quartz polisher." I know yeah. you're looking at that porn. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That was me sucking my own yeah. dick. Apparently. Polishing your quartz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, just looking at those big milkers. Oh yeah. yeah, those big jackal tits. <laughs> Some um, kind of yeah. jack-o'-lantern <laughs> that you would carve a hole into and put a light so it was warm, yeah. almost up to 98.6 <laughs> degrees. And then you could candle. fuck a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you leave the guts in it, and then you say, I'm going to crush those guts. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this is where I'm just like... Okay, like I don't. Much. It's a it's a cool example, I guess. But and to my uh, to my mind, uh, we don't really hear about these again. Like I mean, we I think we do at one point, but they're not like, especially the last few seasons, they haven't mentioned these once. So I don't right. know. I'd have to do a little they research and see if they it. ever like Cause this gave was a shit after Crystal Skull this episode, or before? probably because I think yeah, I think they came out like two thousand eight or nine or yeah. something like that. But um, anyway, um, oh, we the only other reference is Dan Aykroyd. Paranormal kind of investigator dude himself. His oh, yeah. his He's vodka is crystal skull, crystal skull, scales. Vodka. Yeah, <laughs> that's crystal gals. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, then we go into something that they talk about a lot: the Fermi paradox. So, segment the, the second to last segment is the paradox that was uh, some scientist named Fermi was like after World War II. He's like, so if there are all these fucking aliens and all these civilizations out there in our galaxy, where the fuck are they? Why right. is there no sign of them? Why is there whatever? Um, because he totally understands the mathematical like odds for life, mm-hmm. there should be like dozens and dozens and dozens of civiliz- civilized planets out there. Um, and so, but then they immediately go into like um, John Ball, <laughs> who uh, comes up with the zoo hypothesis, and it's kind of in reaction to that um, that he basically says we're like in a zoo or kind of wilderness style area to them. And they just want to let us develop at our own rate and just study us like as if we would study a tiger in a zoo or something like that because we're not really worth talking to yet. And that and kind of I'm mixing in. It's weird. John Ball has the zoo hypothesis and the jungle hypothesis, which are largely the same. Right. But the jungle one goes into the more like we're more like ants and not really worthy of like interacting with yet. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're hiding from us, but do ants really perceive humans walking around them? Or are we so dumb like ants that we can't even measure their existence or see them or interact with them right. or something, you know? So Yeah, obviously the ants know we're there, but do they know we're humans? Mm-hmm. Right. And right. they put us in an ant farm. Right. An alien ant farm. Reverse <laughs> mohawk and some kind of one-hit wonder covering Michael Jackson's uh, smooth criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, my good friend, he tours with them. Oh wow! Or he did. That sucks. Now he, to- <laughs> now he tours with Limp Bizkit. Oh, that sucks harder. But no, because they're big in Europe still. Keep so he rolling, goes rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> he gets to go to Russia for free, and uh, all these other European countries. Oh, uh, yeah. Hang out with Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They're wow. still very relevant in other places. Wow. <laughs> and there's that whole cruise that you could go on with Pump and Roach, Alien Amphon. That's like, like it was a like a fucking late nightmare. 90s, early 2000s. Oh my god. Like music festival on a cruise. It was oh weird. Boy. Anyways. Wow. Fun side note. <laughs> Blow my brains out. Um, the guy's name is Dryden from Alien Ant Farm. He's a nice guy. Likes to play golf. Dryden? Yeah. I thought he was a Dryden. Like a dry Dryden. I think it's Dryden. 
or Dry- oh, Drayden, yeah. Dryden, I don't know, Dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> Made himself out of ants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> this is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, this episode was just like, Jesus, there's so many things. It's such an info dump. It's, you really get the feeling that they didn't know if this was going to last past this first season. Right. So, so these guys are like, ham. fuck, man, we got to get yeah. every big picture thing in here, you know, and just cram it in Every there. sensational theory, right. comment. Yeah. Every sensation <laughs> the human body can you know, feel. That these large-breasted women can <laughs> oil themselves right. in intergalactic yeah. goo. Nipple to anal play. <laughs> Anus to female mouth play. Yeah. And uh, it's the hairlock plan. Why do they call it an ATM machine when say already machine and its name because it's mouth. So it's a ass to mouth oh, machine. Right. <laughs> now he's uh, David Hatcher Seinfeld. <laughs> why do they have these machines? Why do they have some kind of machine? <laughs> That's talking about ass to mouth. <laughs> when it's just a machine, you stick your dick in. <laughs> <laughs> Oy vey. That's Jerry Savile's Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's too many mom? beers. Yeah. It's Jerry. Christ. Uh, anyway. Jerry. Uh, I bailed on a bit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have these Lagrange points they discuss, which is these these areas, which are real, which are these areas where if you're out in orbit. The gravity or something is balanced out on both sides or something. So you just kind of chill. You don't have to course correct. You'll stay in one spot just as long as you stay enough. there. Yeah. So it's a great place to put a satellite or probe or a ship or whatever. Um, AKA orbit. Right. <laughs> like, I know. Isn't that just orbit anyway? Like, yeah. like isn't that? Yeah, I guess the, the Lagrange point in the orbit is where we put our satellite. So it just sits but there. But that's pretty close. I mean, yeah. you could put anything in orbit. Like, right. They act as if the Lagrange point makes you invisible, but it no, doesn't. No, because, like, orbit just works at speed, right? So, like, the closer you are to, like, the sun or a planet, right. the faster you have to move. So, the right. further away, the slower. Exactly. But it's just gauging that speed and right. where to be because it's, like, so for orbit, they describe throwing a bla- baseball, right? Like, yeah. you throw a baseball, <laughs> hits the ground. You throw a baseball further, kind of arcs, right? Right. Then if you could throw a baseball so far enough, it arcs, and then it just keeps arcing and never hits the planet. Right, right? It's exactly. It's in a forever free fall. So I don't think our satellites are, like, full of fuel course correcting. No. But then Pluto's so far away, it moves so slow. Exactly, yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, it's more just what speed you want to cruise at. Right. And, and again, it doesn't necessarily mean there are ships chilling out there. It doesn't mean they're right. cloaked. Or can't you know what I mean? I, I guess we're supposed to make that assumption, but they never even mentioned that in yeah. here. So, um, but yeah, this whole last segment is about aliens hiding in plain sight or hiding in plain sight by integrating with us, like the whole maybe they never left kind of Men thing. In blank. Like we are the aliens. It's like okay, well then, what's the series about? If we are the aliens and they all died out, then who cares? Yeah, then <laughs> you know? why? It's ancient, right. ancient history, bro. Right. Exactly, ancient history channel. Um, but and then. There's, you know, Childress says there's some kind of underwater alien bases in South America. Again, it's in these places where cultures aren't seen maybe to him. You know, I don't know. But uh, they can't dive that far down. (laughs) They don't have a La Scuba (laughs) down there. Um, They only have La Snorkel. (laughs) Um, They can only do a single breath hole dive, which gets you about maybe 100 feet if you're pretty good. You get the... The Benz, yeah. <laughs> not like the one I drive, but yeah, <laughs> to get my big titty 
<laughs> Jackals in. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm fucking lost it. <laughs> All right, um, let's wrap this. Yeah. <laughs> then, but then the, the the episode ends with this insane part about the moon being hollow and an, and an alien base and all this stuff, and that some of the craters, Childress claims, we can't see the bottoms of or measure them. And I'm like, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. Like, like I don't understand. Like they're I, creeping on us. Right? Like I'm like. I've never heard that there's no end to some of the craters or that some of the craters go like all the way through the planet. It doesn't make any sense. Plus they have totally yeah. figured out how the earth, like by the, studying the geology of it, they know that the rocks from the moon and rocks from the sun were formed out of the exact same shit. And it broke off during some impacts or something like right, that. Basically it's a chunk of the earth that just blew right. up and then drew in billions of years and, ago. And yes, yeah. exactly. And the, they're, they're right. Like where they talk about, well, the moon is responsible for life because if you didn't have the tides and, da- and I'm like, well, yeah, duh. That's there's nobody's well, disputing the tides that. and being the blocker, right? Like, exactly. It, it drew in enough things to hit, but not enough to like totally just keep it in a fuck state, right? Exactly. So, and you know, sometimes you want to be in that fuck state for like yeah. a long well, time, maybe but, a whole Sunday, right? Get tantric, yeah, with your bad self, right? Fuck, <laughs> dude. Okay, yeah, my <laughs> my humor brain is dead. Um, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> And then Childress goes into it's kind of like the Death Star where I'm like, "Come on, guys! Like <laughs> this is a lot. That's not really a moon, right? It's a space station." Right. And then what did George Lucas? And, well, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Yeah, he says, "What, what would be, be the, the purpose? purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I in this place? What What would be the purpose? And where's the proof of this of the moon being a base or whatever?" So then, who do we cut to? Not a geologist, not an astrophysicist, but a lady that is a priestess in an Indian tribe. <laughs> like Native American? Yes. Okay. And she says, <laughs> she says, now, the aliens think, I mean, we need to grow. We're still children. We need to evolve. So, of course, they're observing us until we're right to interact with and mature. And I'm like, the whole episode ends with just all this emotional stuff. Linda Howe. Sounds like she's going to cry. And she talks, she basically says the same thing that we're not ready to talk to them yet. And da, da, da. Uh, Danikin, just like the last episode, says, The proof is in our DNA and we'll find it someday, but we have to unlock it. And it's like, okay, like, when is that supposed to happen? Is there a time? Is there a fucking alarm clock app in our DNA? That's like, you know what yeah, I mean? And it's like, we're, I mean, obviously we age as people yeah. and they're just waiting for our society to evolve. Right. And like, just turn something on or whatever. And then uh, Nori, you know, George Nori thinks that, you know, they're not the missing link, but maybe they're the beginning of the link. And it's just, which is all they said. They're the beginning. Right. That they're, they're the precursor race. Like it's all that shit. So it's, it's, they just kind of pulled it full circle. So there wasn't that many concepts in this episode, despite us going off on a lot of shit, but there was a lot to disagree with in here, which I actually didn't expect. I thought we'd be just like having fun with the episodes right now, but it's actually kind of interesting because... We're learning a little more about uh, a little bit of the bullshit factor as the base. Because if this is the foundation and the foundation is kind of this shaky, then I think that'll be interesting as we go to the more specific stuff in the later episodes. Because we can now go back to this kind of shit and be like, yeah, but they also said like all the megaliths stopped getting built at one point because of the floods or whatever. So anyway, you look like you have something to say. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Bye. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, Megalith, sure. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Steve's done. Uh, <laughs> this episode. Um, as am I. But um, a quick side note. I did enter to win the uh, Ancient Alien Con sweepstakes today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully we win. Yeah. I might be gone for a magic tournament, but I could still go to Alien Con at yeah. least one of the days, I think. <laughs> We're going to win. Is it Friday so through Sunday? I don't even look. I don't know. <laughs> Sponsored by Alien <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Contact in the Desert. Um, but Is yeah. Huh? Is that it? Are we just going to no, cut it right go. now? Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this the fuck up. Um, yeah, I'm joining. <laughs> this is Steve. We sound like we hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't. It's just like a... It just gets long sometimes. Right. Yeah, you know, killer thing. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to Probing Ancient Aliens Episode 3. The mission will blast off another time.